Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to do our draft review for round eight. Uh, we've obviously had a very, very good few weeks. I think we won our last five in a row, maybe six in a row, uh, but we've all we've come crashing back down to reality this week. Uh, and to be honest with you, the loss that we've had, it, probably, it, it, it actually definitely should have been worse than what it was, and we lost by 200. So uh, a little bit of a humble week this week. Uh, lost to Eamon in our comp, who uh, obviously a former champion, but one of the arsiest bastards I have ever come across in my entire fucking life, dusted me this week. Credit to him. Um, I, th- I think it was a win that he needed. I think he was sort of sitting at the bottom of the ladder. So uh, one that Eamon desperately needed there, and he, d- he definitely deserved it. Absolutely wiped me uh, with the floor this week. So definitely came crashing back to reality. I'm actually recording this uh, as the Melbourne Storm Warriors game is coming to an end. It's got about 15 minutes to go, so I'm sort of keeping an eye on that as we do. This is going to be a pretty cramped week. Uh, when it comes to content and whatnot. So trying to get on the front foot here. This game isn't really going to impact the result. I've been absolutely slapped from pillar to post. Uh, As it stands right now with the live ladder, at the end of this game, we will still be in first place. Uh, We will be tied uh, on 12 points with a record of 6-2 with the great Kurt Pestetto in our comp. Uh, A guy that hasn't won a comp, but a true champion, deserves his spot in second place there. And Eamon, who... I think he was sort of sitting at the bottom of our comp this week. Yeah, he was sitting on only the two wins, same as last place. So he's managed to wrangle his way up to 11th place with a big, big W over me. Let's get stuck into that loss for me this week, though. Uh, Scored, at the moment, I'm on 630. I reckon I'll end up on... Uh, 6.50, maybe around 6.60, around that mark. So pretty disappointing. Uh, but this week, uh, only had the one try scored. So not very often you get through a whole week with only having one try scored. Um, I think this year my, my team's probably averaged five or six a week. So uh, as far as that goes, a pretty quiet, quiet week. But just scores in general, a pretty quiet week. Um, I think that the matchup of the Penrith Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs, which saw Cody Walker, Nathan Cleary, Zach Hosking, Campbell Graham, some of my better players go head-to-head. It meant I could only VC one of them, uh, VC Nathan Cleary. He didn't do overly well, but none of my guys did their
there, really. So I think I underestimated uh, how much that clash was going to impact me. And obviously, the Canberra Raiders had a bye as well. So I was without Joe Tappanay. Uh, I was without Corey Horsburgh, Sebastian Chris, a few guys there. So um, as far as my first, like my, my first three picks, Cleary and Walker played each other in a tight affair, went for 60-odd each. Uh, Joe Tappanay didn't feature in this one. Corey Horsburgh also missed as well. He's also a very solid scorer. And Seb Chris, who uh, just based stats his way to good scores or to half-decent scores. Really missed him as well. So um, one of those weeks that I'll be happy to put behind me. I, I don't, I'm not panicking about it too much. Still a lot of good things to come out of this week. But, uh, yeah, just one of those weeks where things didn't go my way is what it is. We'll be keen to get on with it next week. I haven't actually had a look at who I'm playing next week. Um, so we'll get into that at the end of this podcast. But we'll go through uh, the games from this weekend and how they went for me and how they went for Eamon, who had a great victory this week. So the first game of the week... South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Panthers sort of knew after this game that I was fucked, to be honest with you. Um, when Nathan Cleary got 60, I, I think he finished on 70, and I thought, oh, beautiful, might get some updates here. Might sneak into the 80s, which I would, would have probably taken as my captain. Uh, he actually went down to 60, which I actually thought uh, he deserved to as well. I didn't understand how he quite got to 70 in that game. Uh, Zach Hosking, 49, played limited minutes. They thought he had an ankle injury at one point. Uh, and when he did go off, I didn't know that. So I was a little bit panicked uh, that I was in some curry there. But Zach Hosking, he is okay. That's why they took him off. I've been told that he will be an 80-minute guy moving forward still. But there is a good chance, and you guys will probably know more by the time you're listening to this. I believe there's a really good chance that the Penrith Panthers could rest a number of guys this weekend against the West Tigers, which could include Zach Hosking, could include Nathan Cleary, and <laughs> Could also include Sonny Luke, who's my hooker as well. So uh, this weekend, I was really, really excited for the Panthers to play the West Tigers, but it could turn into a bit of a nightmare for me. So interesting how that plays out. But in this one, Cleary 60, Zach Hosking with a 49, uh, and Sonny Luke with a 23. My Bunnies boys, Cody Walker, found some points late, which was fantastic. Ended up on 66. Uh, and Campbell Graham, I saw his absolute floor the other night with no attacking opportunities, 37. If that is Campbell Graham's absolute floor, uh, I will take that every day of the week for a CTW. So wasn't a great night for me there. A lot of my star players combining for just over 200, maybe just under 200. Uh, so it was pretty tough there. Sort of knew by that point that I was kind of fucked. Um, for Eamon, he had Isaiah Yo, solid 58. Truva, who got a 45, pretty solid there once again. Looks like he could be out. For a week or so, Taruva. So it's going to be interesting to see how Eamon handles that. He has had a couple of injuries this year. He's been a little bit unlucky so far. Um, yeah, so that was the Thursday night game. Friday night, we had the Parramatta Eels and the Brisbane Broncos. I didn't have any players in this one, so I absolutely hate games where you have to sit back and watch your opposition whilst you've got no players to watch. They're just stacking points. And his boys had a pretty good night out. Sean Lane, 65. He had a stack of offloads. Did well. And uh, Ezra Mam. He was on about 59 after 20 minutes, and I thought, holy fuck, Ezra Mam is going to put me on the absolute spit here. Uh, thankfully, he went really quiet, and then thankfully, on top of that, uh, he also copped a sin bin. So <laughs> Ezra Mam ended up on 65. I thought he was going to end up on 165 at one point. So when I said earlier in the podcast that I was probably lucky I didn't get beat by more, that was example one why I was lucky I probably didn't get beat by more because Ezra Mam just shut up shop after 20 minutes, thank God. I think he scored, as I said, 59 in the first 10 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever. 
whatever. And then the last 60 scored seven. So very, very lucky there on that front. Didn't help me at all. But Sean Lane, a heap of offloads, was very good for Eamon there. As I said, I didn't have any guys in that game. Uh, the next game saw the Brisbane Broncos. No, sorry. It saw the... I am... I've been flicked to the wrong week. Apologies, guys. The next game saw the Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the Cronulla Sharks. I only got to watch this one in bits and pieces. Bit of a chaotic weekend for me coming back from the honeymoon then had uh, my father-in-law's wedding on the Sunday. So didn't get to watch as much footy as what I would have liked this weekend. So very keen to get stacked back into it over the next couple of weeks. But this game, uh, I only had Teague Wilton here. 46, we'll take that from Teague. Uh, on the other side of the park, this is the game I was most scared of because the Eamon had a couple of absolute guns. Mulatalo and Katoa, who I thought had the potential to go berserk in this game. Obviously, both did okay. Mulatalo, 67, despite bombing a certain try, putting his hand over the sideline. Example two of where I got very fucking lucky this week that I didn't get beat by more. And uh, Sione Katoa, he obviously crossed uh, for 57. So uh, probably lucky that those Sharkies wingers only scored that much. I thought they had the ability to both go 100-plus. And turns out uh, his best CTW in that game was, believe it or not, Braden Burns, who scored the second try of the game, first game, first try for Canterbury, 84 super coach points. Good to see Braden Burns running around doing his thing. He's always had so much potential, just injury has fucked him time and time again. So Braden Burns, he was his AE, got 84, so a neat little score there, a nice one. Uh, the next game, we had the North Queensland Cowboys. And the Newcastle Knights, really good game this one. A couple of controversial decisions and whatnot from what I got to see. Uh, but the Cowboys winning that one. From this game, I didn't have anyone from these teams. I'm really looking forward to welcoming back Adam Elliott. I think it'll be next week or the week after, which is super exciting. Uh, Luciano Leilua I had in this game too, but he's obviously not playing at the moment. For Eamon, he had a couple of guys in this game as well. Scotty Drinkwater, who went 105, and he had him VC'd. So I was pretty much putting in the last few nails in my coffin and then this game happened and uh, Scotty Drinkwater went big. I think Eamon's had a pretty tough trot with Scott Drinkwater so far this year so it was good to see him finally put in a big performance. I know I think Eamon drafted him in round two or something. I had him last year. He was fantastic for me and I can understand why Eamon took him that early but he has been pretty disappointing so far so good to see Scott Drinkwater bounce back for all of you draft players that have Drinky. Um, so yeah 105 there, 210 when he was taken as the VC into the captain. And Jordan McLean did his job as well. 55 super coach points there for Eamon, so you love that. Just watching Cam Munster absolutely explode on the TV. What a fucking freak he is. Um, all right. So that game, done and dusted. We then move to the Dolphins versus the Gold Coast Titans. I had a couple of troops here. I actually had my captain in this game. I knew that I was chasing points big time and thought, you know what, fuck it, let's take a risk. Put it on the great Jermaine Isako, who's been fantastic for me this year. Uh, didn't do too bad. Considering he didn't score a try, he still came up with a score of 63. Uh, so we'll take that. Uh, but we probably needed about 120, 130 from him to be relevant in this one. So yeah, I had Jermaine Osaka in this one and my boy, Connolly Lemuelu, uh, who was fantastic as well. 58 super coach points there. He's turned out to be one of my better pickups as Harry Grant crashes over. Fuck yes, needed that for classic. Unreal. Sorry to interrupt, guys. Uh, but yeah, Connolly and Jermaine both did well for me. Not well enough for me to be able to win this week, but... Uh, I'm just happy with how those two are going, both in my team. They've both been very good pickups, both been very, very good value pickups there. So stoked with how those two have gone. For Eamon, he only had Tommy Gilbert, who went out and did his normal routine, 53 super coach points. Very, very solid there. All right. 
the next game, this is the one I was really worried about. The West Tigers took on the Manly Seagulls. Uh, Eamon had DCE in this one, so I thought he had the potential to go 100+. plus. Scored 75, which was still a solid score, uh, but that could have quite easily been so much more. That could have really, really hurt realistically. Uh, I only had one player in this one, Brad Parker. Now, I didn't really get to watch this game overly closely. As I said, I was at a wedding, uh, but he did play limited minutes. I think he is injured, Brad Parker, so I only scored an 11, which is a pretty big letdown there. He is my fourth CTW, uh, and I've got to make a decision what I'm going to do with him over the next few weeks. I've been holding him just because he is uh, on the left edge in that Manly Seagulls side when Turbo's humming, they're flying. Turbo's not there now. I, I, I don't know if he's going to play next week. I don't know what's going on with him. So probably going to make a decision what I do with Brad Parker and if I start to invest a little bit on the waiver wire because there has been a couple of guys that I've been very keen on the wire over the last few weeks that are – I haven't been able to get it, and they have turned out to be pretty good gets. So uh, something for me to consider there, and that's where you get to have uh, all the fun with your draft competition. So I'll be able to join the waiver wire again for the first time in a couple of weeks soon. So very, very excited for that. Uh, he also had Lachlan Croker in this one, who scored a 37. So um, that's sort of what you get from Lockie Croker. That's the sort of super coach player that he is. But hookers, they are hard to come by 100%. So I understand why Eamon got him in his side. Uh, we then had the... Yeah, then we moved into Anzac Day, uh, which obviously these games are still finishing sort of as we speak. Um, but he, we had the Roosters and the St. George Illawarra Dragons go head-to-head. First of all, I had two players, Jack Devellin, who scored a 53. Uh, we're still waiting to see updates. I don't think he'll change too much. Might go up to like a 58, 59 around that mark. I don't think he'll change too much. And then my AE this week was Satili Tupanua, who... I don't quite know what to read into Satili at the moment. I'm going to hold on to him for a few weeks, just see how it plays out. I was, uh, I thought there was a chance he might be able to jump in on an edge, but I thought Egan Butcher had a cracking game uh, for the Roosters, but I do think Egan's more of a middle than an edge still. So a few question marks still about how Satili's going to fit into this side. We'll see how it plays out, but I'm going to be patient for a few more weeks. Uh, Eamon in this one, he had Paul Morowski, who somehow went quieter than what Satili Tupanua did, only scored a 17 pending updates there. Um, and then we have the last game, the one that I am watching at the moment. Looks like the Melbourne Storm are going to get home. They're up by eight with two minutes to go. A great return in this game, considering how it all started. Uh, for me in this game, I had Jackson Ford, who's sitting on 65 at the moment. Scored a really nice try early. Uh, got through a fair bit of base. Did miss a fair few tackles, to be honest with you, uh, but I think he is pretty safe in this team as it stands right now. And Marcelo Montoya, who should get 30-35 or so without any real attacking opportunities. So uh, we'll take that for our third, fourth CTW sort of guy. Doesn't matter too much this week. Not too concerned about it. Been absolutely spit-roasted anyway. Doesn't overly matter. Uh, but yeah, Eamon carrying a number of injuries. Got Liam Martin, Jesse Arthurs. Uh, I don't know if it's worth holding Jesse Arthurs, but anyway, Luke Thompson, Tualangi, Emre Gula. Yeah, okay, so maybe he doesn't have as many injuries as what I thought he did, to be fair. Um, for me, obviously, my Raiders boys, Horsburgh, Tapane, Seb, Chris, be very happy to welcome them back, and hopefully we get to see Adam Elliott soon. Fingers crossed we get to see Luciano Lelua in about a month or so. Hopefully he is available to play. Um, so, yeah, plenty of big names to come back to us, but a loss that we 100% deserved this week. 200 points off, weren't even fucking close. And despite me not, um, despite my team only scoring one try, um, as I said a number of times throughout this podcast, we got very lucky 
on a number of uh, plays and situations this weekend. So got to wear that one. Congrats to Eamon. A big W there. All right, let's have a look at next week, which is only about 24 hours away, which is fucking insane. It has been a whirlwind. Um, Supercoach and everything this week has been crazy. Haven't really had a chance to even have a look at who I'm coming up against next week, uh, but I'll have a look at it now. I think I might be coming up against Cozzy, yeah. Schuster McGavin, that's Kieran. Uh, Cozzy, the commissioner of our league champion fellow, with a pretty solid team as well. Um, some of the guys he's got, obviously, Nick Meaney. They've got a buy next week, so that really, really helps me. Nick Meaney's obviously been having a fantastic season. I think he tonned up for the Melbourne Storm tonight uh, or last night when you guys listened to this and averaging about 80 or so. So he's been very, very impressive this year, Charnsicle Clockstart, who he's also got, he's actually gone off in this game with a HIA, which means he will not be available next week. So that really, really helps. Uh, his star players that I need to watch for next week, James Tedesco. He's obviously the big one. Just going to get up the draw for next week and see who the Chooks play. They play the Warriors over there at Mount Smart. So I don't mind that matchup, to be honest with you. Um, the Warriors have obviously been going very well and over there in New Zealand. I think they will be a handful. So I'm happy with that matchup. He's got Dominic Young from the Newcastle Knights. Who does Newcastle play? They play the Parramatta Eels at Combank Stadium. I'll actually be there for that one, along with Timmy Williams and the two winners of our giveaway, uh, which we'll be announcing in the next 24 hours or so. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be a cracker. Dom Young, he's a worry for me. He's got Jesse Ramian, Josh Schuster, uh, Mitchie Barnett, who isn't available yet. I don't think Jacob Kiraz, who's out as well. So uh, missing a number of troops in this one, Cozzy. So fingers crossed I am able to bounce back with a win this week. It's probably not going to be a better time uh, to play Cozzy realistically because he is missing a number of guys. Hopefully, all my boys get through and are able to play. Uh, just having a look, Sharkies versus the Cowboys, the first game of the week. I will have Teague Wilton in that one, obviously. Uh, then Parramatta versus the Newcastle Knights. Hopefully, I have Adam Elliott, but if not, won't have anyone in that one. Broncos, South Sydney, my Rabbitohs, they take on the Broncos there. That's obviously Cody Walker, Campbell Graham, those sort of guys. I don't have any Broncos in my side. Might be a VC option there. We'll see how it plays out. Hopefully, South Sydney starting to hit some form. Saturday, 3 p.m., Canberra Raiders, Dolphins. I'll have about five or six players in that one. Um, so hopefully Joe Tapanay and the boys can come out with a big performance there. That's at McDonald's Park. I'm not sure where McDonald's Park is. Canberra Raiders taking that too. Oh, it's Wagga Wagga. Of course it is. So that'll be good to get out there. Uh, Manly Seagulls with the Gold Coast Titans. I don't think I have any players in that one. Maybe Brad Parker if I hold on to him. Uh, then the game that'll probably decide this weekend, the Penrith Panthers taking on the West Tigers Saturday night. Um, in this one, it all depends on which Panthers play. I don't think uh, he's actually got any Panthers in his side, whereas I've got a fair few of them. So if Nathan Cleary and Zach Hosking play in that one against the West Tigers, I think they win. I think they win well, and uh, that could be enough to do it for me in Supercoach Draft for next weekend. So that'll probably be the decider. we then got the Warriors and the Roosters. I've obviously got my two Warriors boys out on the left edge, uh, Montoya and Jackson Ford. Still, it's Tupanua if I have to play him, but I probably won't this weekend. And then the Dragons taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. My only Dragon is Jack DeBellin. Don't have any of the Bulldogs. Uh, so, yeah, pretty happy with how my matchups look. I think if I can't beat Cozzy with Meany out, Chan's out, um, who else is out for him? The poor bastard. Wade Egan, I think he's still out. Mitchie Barnett's still out. Kira's still out. 
Um, he's got Jonah Pizzetta who he's holding on to. Probably won't play next week either. So, yeah, he's in a tough little spot at the moment, Cosy, but a very good super coach player who will find his feet over the next few weeks. I have no doubt about it. But, uh, yeah, I expected to win this weekend. Got absolutely dusted, so hopefully that doesn't happen again. Uh, but I think if Cleary plays next week against the West Tigers, uh, I'd like to think that I should get a win this weekend. And then... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Uh, next week, next Sunday, I'm going to be recording the next draft episode with the weekly rub down The Wire. The boys are coming down. It's going to be fucking sensational. I think the boys are actually going to stick around too to come on the nosebleeds on Bloke and a Bar. So if you like Natty and the Wook, they will be there representing their sides. The Brisbane Broncos for Wooker, the Sydney Roosters for Natty. So plenty more content to come over the next week or so with draft guys. Uh, and then we got Magic Round the weekend after where I think me and Timmy will be announcing it this week. But I think we're going to organize a little super coach catch up up there at Magic Round. So if you are a super coach player and you love your and you, if you're a super coach player and you're going to be at Magic Round, I think Friday afternoon we're going to organize a little meetup. So stay tuned for details there. Um, I'm not 100% sure where it's going to be yet. We're talking to one pub in particular that we would love to have it at. Hopefully they've got some space for us. Uh, so we'll let you know on that very soon. Stay tuned for details on Beers and Break Evens over the next two weeks. But plenty more Supercoach content coming, guys. Beers and Break Evens will be out a little bit later today, so stay tuned for that. Going to be a bit of a hectic week with team lists and the late lockout and all that shit stuff going on. So we'll just have to work it out, see how we go. But plenty more content coming your way. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.